Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Deejans, it is Thursday, July 13th. Dan Snyder tried to blackmail the NFL with a PowerPoint presentation, and we have the latest MLB trade deadline odds. Mad Max joined me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, tomorrow, baseball is back, which means only one more day of milking this for the audience. Uh, yeah, I listen, kudos to the audience for sticking with us. The guys come in religiously, and they're popping in right now. You send out the message, we're going live, and in they come. They've stuck with this through this dormant betting season. Um, I've had to find stuff because, as I've mentioned, I do that thing with my friends, and we have to, you know, everybody's got to come up with a play. I've actually been on fire. I, I hit the under on the All Star game. I hit the Las Vegas Aces yesterday. Like, how bad is it the Panthers betting on WNBA? Of course, you went Vegas because I mean that that'll be your your home team, home rooting team. I, you know what? I, I feel like a dick. By the way, you met, mentioned the Aces because I was running down. It's like, hey, well, they have a, a, a football team. They've got a hockey team. They're going to have a baseball team. They're going to have an NBA team. I totally forgot that they have a WNBA team as well. I don't know if they've got Major League Soccer, but I, listen, I mean, Vegas is going to be the place to be. And, and you know, given uh, climate change, I mean, you are not a contributor. Well, you're kind of a contributor to climate change because you drive those big fucking trucks, but you offset it by driving your Prius. Uh, due to climate change, eventually, isn't like California, maybe even like Arizona, just going to kind of fall off the face of the, the United States? And then you'll have like a oceanfront property. I don't know what they're going to do. California seems to think they're going to ban oil and gas by, I think, 2035 or something ridiculous. So, um, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think you pay me enough to move to California. So the easily the most fucked up state in the union. No, 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 no. Um, I'm not saying move to California. I'm saying by the time that you move to Las Vegas, California will have cracked off the United States. There'll be some fault line or, or the water will oh, rise yeah. up and, and, and flood California. So your Vegas property yeah. will be oceanfront property by the time you move there. It could be because like where I actually really want to live, which is like Laughlin, Nevada, uh, borders Bullhead City, Arizona. It's right down there at the very tip. Uh, where Nevada comes to a point. So if California was to fall off the face of the earth or sink into the ocean, yeah, I could, I could definitely have some uh, beachfront property. Yeah, just consider that an investment. That, 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 that is an investment because once it's oceanfront or you know beachfront property, 
man. Uh, that, Bye now, right? That, Bye now. <laughs> uh, listen, man, I, I oh, shit. Like, I'm sorry. I'm again, I'm sorry to our loyal DJs. By the way, uh, you know, I, I pay attention to the download numbers because that's what I do. And for those of you that, you know, I've been, I don't know how long most of our listeners been listening, but you remember like back in, I don't know, March, we had a little hiatus of a few weeks and, you know, um, we came back and our numbers weren't as high as they were, but that was to be expected because we were producing less content. We were only putting out five shows a week as opposed to, I think there was like nine, right? So I was anticipating our numbers to, of course, drop off and they did. However, they have rebounded back to like our five shows are doing quite well comparatively to what we used to do with nine shows on, on this network. So that's awesome. Now, historically our baseball season was terrible. People just weren't tuning in for baseball because it wasn't enough to get them to listen to the show. Yada, yada, yada. Panther, I'll tell you, our, our numbers have not dropped off because of baseball season. And this past week of us fucking talking nonsense, our numbers have not dropped off. So again, like, Thank you to the audience that does you know religiously listen to us and, and makes it part of their drive time commute or work fucking whatever man this is this is fucking cool man. I think the further we get away from the year that wasn't 2020, um, there's more sense of normalcy, normality, whichever word actually really exists. Um, but yeah, it's I think the guys listen. People like the sports bet, and this has been. A pretty good baseball season. I think you and I have done very well, and I think we kind of have a very good idea of who the good teams are and very good idea who the bad teams are. Um, so I'm really looking forward to basketball season and football season rolling around. I, I do still expect our numbers to go up a little bit, but it is nice knowing that as we drudge through the dog days of summer and baseball season, um, yeah, we're, it's been steady Eddie and the loyalists have stuck with us. So thanks guys. And it's, and it's not just been that too. They're, they're, you got to remember in there in early June was my trip to Berlin and dealing with that. And we have, we've dealt through vacations. We've just keep rolling along and these guys just stick with us. So it's amazing. All right. I also want to apologize to the audience because if you download and listen to every single fl- fucking episode, uh, you, you've probably been, you know, uh, nauseated by our talk of Dan Snyder over the years. Well, I have a Dan <laughs> Snyder story for you today because it's new Dan Snyder. It's new. Yo, you, you might be saying to yourself, Max, what could be new? Didn't this fucker sell the team already? And I'll say, yeah, fair point. Fair point. This guy's out of the fucking league. But this is some good stuff. I'm over at FTW. That is for the win. I believe that is the UST, USA Today joint, FTW. Uh, and, and here's a story that they had today. Apparently, back in 2021, Snyder was trying to get the NFL to handle the impending punishment from the Beth, Beth Wilkinson investigations. Uh, so he and his team met with Goodell and the other league of office members. And, and here's what reportedly allegedly happened. This is a quote unquote. When Snyder's lawyers, famed defense attorney Joe Takapina, assisted by Reed Smith partners, Jordan Sieve and James McCarroll, began to show a series of slides, those in the room were stunned, according to sources. What was presented was not a defense against any of Wilkinson's findings made against Snyder. It was a series of screenshots of potentially embarrassing emails and texts from several top league executives, including Goodell's top lieutenant, Jeff Pash. The rationale, according to a source with first-hand knowledge, was to argue the hypocrisy of league officials judging Snyder. The tactics were so ruthless that some attorneys felt uncomfortable. Although none of the content was sexist, anti-gay, or graphic, the signal was clear. 
If Goodell didn't do what Snyder wanted in terms of handling the Wilkinson report and punishment, those emails and texts would be leaked. It became then known around league circles as, quote-unquote, the blackmail PowerPoint. Now, guys, listen, I work in corporate America, and I'll tell you, if there's one way to get at someone, it's to make them sit through a fucking PowerPoint presentation. So fucking kudos to you, Dan Snyder, and your fucking lawyers. Not only are you blackmailing someone, you're doing it the fucking corporate way with a goddamn PowerPoint presentation. Woo! <laughs> uh, yeah, it kind of reminds me of those weddings where they go through the wedding and then they uh, show the video of the the bride cheating or something, and then walk out walk out the door. It's uh, it's it's a lose lose for everybody. But the very idea that there's not corruption going on in the NFL. I mean, the NFL might as well be politics. It's so fucking corrupt. The Goodell and the money that he makes, all the owners, there's some shady shit going on. For them to single out Dan Snyder, I mean, Dan Snyder was just basically the guy that got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. Um, and kudos to him for keeping all this stuff so that he could do that. It's, it's really more of a fuck you as I'm walking out the door and selling my team. But God, what a shit show it is. I really wish this stuff would just go away. Yeah, listen, man, I I think Dan Snyder was the the sacrificial lamb here, but none of those fucking guys. You telling me any of those fucking guys in the in the uh, none of those fucking guys are 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 good people. You all of them got fucking skeletons. So, you know, I made the joke uh, last week about you know Roger Goodell uh, n- never seeing so many uh, dead hookers in his life, and I think that still applies to most of those league officials. They've all got fucking skeletons in their closet. They've all said fucking things. Um, and and you know, you're right. Snyder was the one that got caught. Snyder was the one that they didn't like. By the way, I'll say that too. He was the owner that they didn't like. He was the guy they wanted. Like. <laughs> yeah, well, I I get that, but he was the one that they didn't want being part of their special boys club, right? He was he was the outsider that is like, oh man, this guy's fucking. He comes to the party and and you know, uh, we don't want him here. So I mean, of course they wanted to find a reason to get rid of him. So. I mean, blackmail is never fucking a good result. You know, that doesn't end in good results. Um, that said, I I still appreciate the death by PowerPoint that his attorneys uh, tried to do here. Now, a couple of points, uh, some CD details that came out from this story as well. Uh, number one, no one actually knows exactly who leaked all this information. However, it seems like it was someone in Dan Snyder's camp themselves, so... Some disgruntled person in Dan Snyder's camp possibly leaked that stuff. No surprise there. Number two, Snyder's team, of course, threatened to, to, to you know display the text and emails they believed to be incriminating by the league. Now, was that effective? Possibly, because Panther, the the result, the first result of this investigation was a ten million dollar fine. Dot 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 donation to nonprofits. Would you like to guess who came up with that punishment? Um, probably somebody who has their hands in bed with that dot, 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 uh, Roger Goodell. It was Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder got to choose his own punishment. So a not a $10 million donation to nonprofit, by the way, last time I checked, you can tax write those off. Anyone that fucking does taxes, let me know if I'm incorrect here. That was his fucking that was his fucking punishment. So he got to choose his own punishment. The original punishment suggested, funny enough, was for him to sell the team. So early on in the process, they're like, oh, we got smoke. 
Let's fucking get this guy out of here. He shows the death by PowerPoint. He gets the fucking $10 million fine instead. More shit comes out, and then now they force him to sell the team. So the, the seeds for him to fucking sell this team were early on in this fucking process. Now, the other things that came out of it are John Gruden-related. And I know you love some John Gruden, right? He was, he's your favorite coach of all time, right? right? Yeah, right up there. Just right up there with right. anybody from Ann Arbor. <laughs> uh, uh, not, not to say that his, his current replacement is much better, but... Uh, Poor one out for Basaccia, the guy that you can never say his name right, but you absolutely loved. That said, two things about John Gruden. The first thing is that uh, allegedly John Gruden believes that Goodell was the one who personally e leaked those emails about John Gruden as a vendetta against John Gruden. Do you buy that? No, I don't understand why Roger Goodell would have a vendetta against John Gruden. He's just he's just a crazy guy that accidentally won a Super Bowl, and so everybody thinks he's a good coach. My thought is, is it's plausible? Yes, it's plausible. Anything's plausible. I say it didn't happen. I do think it was just someone in Snyder's camp that says, ah, fuck it. You know, I don't like John Gruden either. I'm going to fuck him over as well. <laughs> it doesn't seem like he made a lot of friends along his journeys. Uh, the last point here before we take a break, just so you can dissect this, it's just a funny anecdote. Apparently, John Gruden was fined. You remember this during COVID times, COVID protocols, yada, yada, yada. John Gruden was fined $150,000, which he paid. Apparently... Sean Payton called him up after paying the fine and called him a dumb fuck for paying the fine. He's like, none of us are paying this fine. You're the only dumb fuck who paid this fine. <laughs> uh, he, he was handsomely paid, but uh, yeah, I do. I do remember that. And I do remember, you know, going through the notes and stuff that you sent, the articles that you sent me. My big takeaway was the NFL that did fan base. Well, initially did fan base we can't help what their hiring practices are they did us a favor by basically forcing davis mark davis to fire john gruden i was ecstatic i was happy now i didn't know they were gonna fuck it up and hire josh mcdaniels but if they didn't do that we'd still have john gruden for another what four more years from now god god could you imagine that <laughs> Ugh, fucking oh christ all right hey let's take a quick break after that you know what we got we have the latest yes the latest trade deadline uh odds uh for some key players we will see if there's any value on any of these guys being traded and to which teams i've got those lines as well stay tuned guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right djens proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. We are back, and yes, I am scraping the bottom of the barrel here, Panther. I know that we have talked trades before. I know that we've talked a likelihood of trades, but I have specific odds now. We have not done that before. So this is a a reinvention of a previous episode. This is a reboot of our trade episode. How about we call it that? Are you buying we'll that? that? Sounds good? Sounds good? Okay. That sounds good. I, I'm with you. <laughs> All right. Uh, first one up, let's talk about Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger. Which team will Cody Bellinger play on? Uh, the odds are the Chicago Cubs minus 110, the New York Yankees plus 200, the Houston Astros plus 325, or the Atlanta Braves plus 650. Cody Bellinger, do you think he ends up playing on any of those uh, those new teams? That's a tough one. Cody Bellinger, when healthy, has actually played really well. He's rebounded from his last couple shitty years in L.A., in Chicago very well. It's a conundrum for the Cubs because I think they would like to keep Bellinger. They would need him to be in the outfield because they do have uh, an up-and-coming first baseman, a young kid that they want to play first base, but they've had Bellinger playing first base. So I think they will entertain offers, and if they get uh, good offers, then Bellinger walks. But here's the thing. they only, He only signed a one-year deal. So... Um, they would have to sign him to keep him. I think they have to entertain offers. Jose Abreu has been blah, mediocre down in Houston. I kind of like him in Houston. I just don't know if he moves. I wouldn't bet this. My inclination is he stays in Chicago. I kind of would bet this. I like the plus 200 on the Yankees. I think that the Yankees are going to be buyers. Listen, I... I went on record yesterday to say I think the Yankees are going to make a World Series push this year. I really think this is the year that Cashman says it's been too long of a drought. We need to spend some money. And I know that you say pitching is an issue. And I, I, to a degree, I, I, I agree with you. But I, I have more faith in their pitching than I do with the health and consistency of their hitting. So I love Bellinger on the Yankees. And for only the, the one-year deal, they give up maybe a prospect right uh cubs they get a young prospect in return maybe two i don't know i i like the yankees plus 200 i think that's gonna happen all right next one up lucas giolito oh man lucas giolito i'll tell you this is this this is an interesting one there are no minus lines for lucas giolito all plus lines so yeah almost feel like He's going to get traded. Anyway, Lucas Giolito staying on the Chicago White Sox plus 105, going to the Dodgers plus 300, going to the Phillies plus 400, going to the Astros plus 400, going to the Orioles plus 650, going to the Diamondbacks plus 650. I'm going to cut you off here. I think him going to the Diamondbacks plus 650 is a hell of a fucking value. Another team I kind of feel that are going to be buyers, and I think you agree. I don't know if you think Giolito is the guy that could fucking help the Diamondbacks out, but fuck, man, putting him at, at, what, third or fourth in that rotation? Not too shabby. Listen, Giolito's actually pitched very well the last 30 days or so. He's really uh, asserted himself, and I think probably part of that is 
maybe some rumors that he might get dealt. I said when we were talking about teams that needed to make moves and things at the trade deadline, the Diamondbacks need pitching. Lucas Giolito would be an absolute stellar fit in the three-hole behind Zach Gallant and Merrill Kelly. I love him in Arizona. I hope the Diamondbacks can make that happen. All right, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think Giolito is definitely a player that that team should be looking at. Now, if if you're looking at a team that has some assets, some young prospects, the Diamondbacks fit the bill. Uh, Chicago is not doing anything this year. Sorry, Panther. I know you get the plus 4,000. Uh, it's it's uh, a value play, baby. I, I hate to tell you, that's probably not going anywhere. Uh, the Dodgers are always going to be a play for a name brand player. I, I don't know if, if that's the guy that they're going to be looking for. All right, next up, Marcus Stroman. He is another Chicago Cub. A guy near and dear to my heart because uh, he was an ex-Met and, uh, you know, he hates the Mets. So <laughs> while he was there, he hated the Mets. He didn't want to play for the Mets, and I understand why. Anyway, he is currently a Chicago Cub at minus 200. It looks like he's going to stay a Chicago Cub. Yankees plus 600, Baltimore Orioles plus 750, or the L.A. Dodgers plus 750. You like any of those for one Marcus Stroman? Before you even started rattling off the names, my first reaction was he would be a great fit in Baltimore. This is a team that is, in my opinion, a year ahead of schedule. They've got a great offense. They need to get that ERA down out of their starting rotation. Stroman, seasoned veteran, would be a great fit in Baltimore. Um, but I don't think the Cubs have a lot coming up in their farm system and starting pitching. So I would be stunned if he left Chicago. I agree. I, I I think he's a good fit in Chicago. He's done quite well there. I think that this is a, a team that, especially if they can trade Bellinger and get a couple of prospects for it, I think you hold on to Stroman for another year. I'm trying to pull up his contract right now. Marcus Stroman contract. That's the old uh, Google or Bing or whatever the fuck I'm using right now. Marcus Stroman contract. Let's see. He, uh... Marcus Stroman, uh, I can't get, why can't I get, he's, he's just contract details. Okay, so he's got, an, oh, interesting. He's got a player option next year. He might get dealt. He If he's got a player option, he might get probably dealt. Probably a pricey option. Probably pricey too. It's $21 million next year for the player option. He will be 33 years old. I think he's going to look for a big payout next year. I think there's a chance that he might get dealt. Then, I, you know, are are the maybe the Cubs risk him walking? I still, I still think, I still think he stays. I still think he stays despite that. You know, I, I, I don't, I, I don't think, think he it's stays gonna and picks up. I think he stays and picks up the option because honestly, the Cubs aren't paying anybody else. Twenty-one million, just pay him. Yeah, I agree. If he decides the player option takes the one year, but he might he, he'll he'll test the market. At 33 years old, he might be able to get a 4 or 5 year deal elsewhere. It's a risk, but I think the Cubs take that risk. Okay. Last one up for for here to I think it's the last one up I have. Uh, I'm over at Bovada. By the way, I had to I had to explain this is uh, because of the laws, the gambling laws here in New Jersey, there are certain sports books that I can't bet on. There are certain sports books that I can't even access their websites to look at their lines. Now, thanks to uh um I, I, this is this is a, a I guess a shameless plug for a non-advertiser. Thanks to Bitdefender VPN, I was able to say, hey, I'm actually in Chicago, and I can pull up the Bavada lines. So I have the Bavada lines right in front of me. All right, last one up to talk about. One Shane Justin Bieber. Shane Justin Bieber. Here's a guy that I really thought was going to get dealt. I really thought it was going to happen. 
but the books don't seem to think so. Minus 200, the Gardenians, uh, plus 500, the Dodgers, plus 600, the Mets. Let's <laughs> just laugh there. Um, <laughs> so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, gotta, I, I gotta be professional. <clears throat> uh, plus 300, the Orioles, or plus 100, the Cincinnati Reds. I tell you, you want some value. Okay. Uh, I'll, t- I'll take the Dodgers. Dodgers probably going to do a plus 500 because they like name brand recognition. Cincinnati Reds. I think they do it. I think the Reds are going to bring fucking Shane Justin Bieber into town. Give me that plus 1100 on the fucking Queen City Reds. They're making a World Series push this year, Panther. We called it. We called it first. Fuck everyone else. Fuck everyone else on that bandwagon. We called it first. Cincinnati Reds going all the way. Uh, I Listen, I love the idea of Shane Bieber in Cincinnati. I just do not think it's going to happen. There's no reason for Cincinnati to trade any of their young kids, any of their assets. Um, they're winning with the team that they have. And keep in mind, they have not had Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo for at least the last two or three weeks. And they've still found ways to win. I don't think they're going to sacrifice their future to take a flyer on Bieber. Now, if Bieber were to stay in Cleveland and then walk, he can't, go somewhere he can't, he can't, he can't walk next year. He can't. He can't walk next year. He can't walk next year. He will be in. This is a shame, by the way. He'll be in year. He'll be in his third arbitration next year at the age of twenty nine. He'll be. He'll be an unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty five. But next year he will be in arbitration, meaning that they will be able to retain him. His base salary this year. I just told you. Uh, I just told you, Marcus Stroman. My God, Marcus Stroman this year is making. 25 million as his base salary. He's making 25 million. Can you tell me, Shane Bieber, what his fucking base salary is this year? This year, it's probably criminally low. I is he? Please, he's at least making 15 million, right? No. Oh my god. He's making 10 million dollars this year, and that's an upgrade. I, I think he made. I think he made six million last year. I hope he fired his agent a long time uh, ago. Well, I mean, it's arbitration, man. I mean, that's the fucking thing. That that's what they do. They bring these guys up and they get them stuck in this arbitration cycle until you know they become the unrestricted free agents. I don't think he gets dealt this year. I think they have another deal, another year to kind of figure it out. If 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 the Dodgers come in with a fucking high offer, I think he gets dealt. But I just don't see it happening. I think Bieber stays put. I still, I'm gonna throw ten bucks plus eleven hundred on the fucking Reds. I, 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 if if you're asking me, okay, if you're asking me out of all these fucking things that we talked about, which one I think happens, which one I think is is the the best bet here, I'll tell you, I I really think it's Lucas Giolito going to the Diamondbacks plus six fifty. I I really got if if I had to pick one of those. As the best bet for me, it would be Giolito to the Diamondbacks plus 650. I, th- I think there's value there. I think the Diamondbacks are a team that wants to compete. I think it's a, it's a good deal for them to do it. I don't think they're going to have to break the bank to get them either. Um, but the biggest value play, yeah, I maybe Bieber to the Reds plus 1,100. I don't know. I don't think it happens. That's why I can't put it as my best value play, but I'd like to see it happen. All right. How about you, Panther? What, what, out of the, all the things we talked about, which do you think is the most likely to happen, or which is the best value play that you saw? Of uh, those specific ones that we talked about, it's definitely Giolito to the Diamondbacks. I think Giolito does get dealt. The Diamondbacks are looking for pitching. Um, could Giolito get dealt somewhere else? Yes. Could Diamondbacks get pitching somewhere else? Yes. But of the, you know, the names that we dropped on this episode, 
that's the one most. I listen when you mentioned Bieber, I was like, God, if you could put Bieber in Arizona, I would love that too. A Zach Gallon, Shane Bieber, one-two punch, I'd love that too. Arizona's got assets. They've got young guys and they've got some hitters. Cleveland needs hitters. White Sox need a little bit of everything. Um, so I wouldn't drive that one and say that one's impossible, but I, I'm really like my Arizona play from the preseason if they would get some fucking more pitching. Okay, here you go. To close this out, I was saving the best for last because I don't think there's a reality here, but we're going to do it. I, I now VPN'd into Canada. Thank you very much to get Odd Shark because I can't get Odd Shark here in the United States. Shohei Otani, Los Angeles Angels minus 475, Los Angeles Dodgers plus 500, New York Mets plus 650, New York Yankees plus 800, San Diego Padres plus 1600, San Francisco Giants plus 1600. Apparently, Seattle not making this list despite their overtures during the All Star game to try to get him there. He stays put, right? He's, he's not moving. He's not moving. No. And not, not only is he not moving, but I don't, you know, we've had this conversation multiple times. What's his value? Whatever we think his value is, it's probably still not enough. This is a guy that legitimately could probably command 60 to 80 million per year. He's two players. Like, I would pay it. I would be one of those two dumbass GMs that would pay to have Otani taking up two positions. But. I don't think that in real life, I don't think anybody's can afford to get Otani except the Angels. Uh, I look at it this way. The, the guy's, the guy's going to look in free agency next year. I think he's going to look to, to, you know, whatever's out there. I don't think that they're going to trade him. I think the Angels still feel that they have a chance to retain him and make some moves to, you know, if, if they can make the playoffs this year or get close to the playoffs, maybe that's enough to, he wants to compete. I think the, yeah, I think the scary thing about Shohei Otani, Sex Panther, is he's not even anywhere close to his fucking prime. You know? He's not anywhere close to his fucking prime. This guy is still fucking young, and he's only going to get better. So, at $60, $80 million a year, you're going to pay probably, you know, 30 to $40 million a year for, you know, each two players, right? And so, why not? Why not? Anyway, I don't think he gets dealt. Best play for me, as I mentioned. Uh, Look for the Arizona Diamondbacks to be uh, buyers. I, I really feel so. So maybe, you know, if you can find other lines on, uh, I mean, Giolito was the line that I saw for the Diamondbacks, but if you can find a line maybe for Bieber to the Diamondbacks, eye that up as well. Uh, but that's going to do it for us today. Baseball bets back tomorrow. Panther, take us home. All right. Once again, no parlay. I guess we're just kind of saving you guys money this week, but we'll have something for you tomorrow. Baseball returns. We'll have a full slate and, a lot of your aces will be pitching, so I bet we – I'm guessing we will bet a lot tomorrow. But you know the deal. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Mostly exclusively right here in the Asylum. Join the Discord. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know if you bet on those aces yesterday, what you're betting today. But when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Say. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.